them, and they follow me. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You lock the kingdom of heaven before men. You do not enter yourselves, nor do you allow entrance to those trying to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You traverse sea and land to make one convert, and when that happens, you make him a child of Gehenna twice as much as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides who say, If one swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if one swears by the gold of the temple, one is obligated. Blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that made the gold sacred? And you say, if one swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if one swears by the gift on the altar, one is obligated. You blind ones, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? One who swears by the altar swears by it and all that is upon it. One who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. One who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who is seated on it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, just as we've heard from the gospel, it is very clear. The Lord is warning us against the, the Pharisees and the scribes. We are called not to imitate the Pharisees and the scribes. But Mother Church is inviting us to emulate or imitate the example of Saint Monica whose feast we celebrate today. This woman, Saint Monica, was a woman of faith. She was a woman of faith. How many years did she pray for Saint Augustine? How many years is the question? Okay, that's research for you. (laughs) Yes, that's research for you. I'll ask you tomorrow. In any case, she prayed for several years. I won't tell you the years. She prayed for several years for the conversion of St. Augustine. Several years. What was she looking for? She prayed not one year, not two years, not ten years, more years. She was a woman of faith. She believed in prayer. Else... After one year, after two years, after 10 years, she would have given up. But the very fact that she didn't give up tells each one of us that St. Monica was a woman of faith. And that is what the church is calling you and I to emulate today. We are called to be men and women of faith. Friends, and for us in particular, and let me say for you in particular in the U.S. right now, you know what is going on in the church. There are so many arrows being thrown against the church, so to speak. It will take faith. In Ephesians chapter 6, and Paul says, put on the shield of faith so that you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. At this moment, the church in the United States and the universal church for that matter is being fired by so many arrows of what? Scandals. 
but it will take faith, the shield of faith, like that of the faith of Monica, to stand firm. Monica's faith, by the lifestyle of her son Augustine, was being fired by all kinds of darts of the enemy. But she stood firm in prayer. Friends, it will take faith for the American church to go through what you are going through now. Faith in Jesus and nothing else. Friends, we believe in Jesus. The church is built on Jesus and the church is unshakable. Those who will fall away because of the scandals are people of lack of faith. But people who have faith will stand firm. And I can tell you at the end of all these trials you are going through or we are going through as a church, the church is going to come out stronger, purified, more beautiful, more hopeful, and stronger. Amen. That is the vision of the Lord. And that is the vision of the church. The church is only going through a moment of trial. As we see in the first reading, St. Paul said, he says, we ought to thank God always for you, brothers and sisters, as is fitting, because your faith flourishes evermore. That is what God wants to see in the American church today. Despite the scandals, God wants to see a flourishing church. And that is why you are blessed for coming from us. Don't joke with the Eucharist. Don't joke with mass. These are means by which our faith will be built. We will quench the fiery dust of the enemy by our faith. And Monica teaches us, and Monica teaches us. If we go down the first reading, it says, and the love of every one of you for one another grows ever greater. Friends, this is the time as the church in America, you must love one another more. Amen. These are trying moments. And if we don't love one another, we are going to scatter as a church. But that is not the mind of God. God has always prayed for unity. Jesus prayed for unity. And so anything that would divide us is never from God. And so like the Thessalonian church, St. Paul said, we ought to thank God for you always because your faith flourishes evermore and the love of you, you your love for everyone increases and grows ever greater. This is the time for you to love one another as a church. You as a church in America must love one another, must draw closer to one another and encourage one another. And if you continue the reading, it says, accordingly, we ourselves boast of you in the churches of God regarding your endurance and faith in all your persecutions and the afflictions you endure. At this moment in the United States, you are going through persecutions in one way or the other. You are going through afflictions and St. Paul is saying that you must endure these afflictions. And it takes faith to endure. It will take faith to endure. He goes on to say, your persecutions and the afflictions you endure will not, will not kill you, will not destroy you. This is the evidence of the just judgment of God, so that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. You are suffering because of the kingdom of God in one way or the other. Yes, the mistakes of our fathers, the mistakes of our bishops, some of them, yes. But God doesn't call us to despair. These should increase even our faith in God. Those bishops are human. And the human part of the church, so to speak, is fallible. But the divine church, I mean God's church is infallible. Oh, yes. 
So let us stand firm. Let us stand firm with the magisterium. They need us more than ever before. Let us pray for them. Let us pray for the church like never before. St. Monica was a woman of faith. She was a praying woman. And like Luke 18 verse 1, she believed in that. She never gave up. And Jesus gave that parable to tell us that we should pray always without season. The church in America must rise up and pray. We must go on our knees now and pray like never before for leadership and pray for even the Pope in a special way. He needs our prayer because these are critical moments and if we are not very careful, we may make wrong decisions. So let us pray for the church. And then finally, St. Paul said, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and powerfully bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of your faith. St. Paul prayed for the church in Thessalonica. My prayer is that the universal church will pray for the church in America in a special way. That every continent will rise up in prayer right now and pray for the American church and pray for the universal church. Let us imitate the faith of Saint Monica, a woman who never gave up on her son because she believed in the power of prayer. If you believe in the power of prayer, you will pray. Anyone who professes to believe in prayer and doesn't pray is lying. If you believe in something, you will do it. If we believe in the power of prayer, we will pray. If we are not a praying church, it means we don't believe in prayer. Monica believed in prayer. That is why she prayed. And she never gave up until she got results. Our prayer will yield results at the end of it all. Your church or the church in America will come out stronger than before. It will come out, come out flourishing amidst all these scandals. That is the will of God because Jesus cannot lie and Jesus says the gates of hell cannot prevail against his church. Amen. The church is built on Jesus and Jesus' and Jesus's words are true. Jesus cannot lie. He says the enemy will try, the gates of hell will try, but they will not prevail. What we are seeing now are or is the gates of hell trying, but they will not prevail. The church will rise up stronger, more purified, holier, and more faith. May we rise and pray for the church at this moment. Let us rise and present some intentions to the Lord.